0: Hello and welcome to The Jameson Files. I'm your host, Carrie Weber, and I'm flying solo for this episode, so thank you so much for joining me. If you haven't already subscribed to follow The Jameson Files wherever you listen to podcasts, I'd love to invite you quickly to to subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you may listen to podcasts. If you're watching us live on the Jamison Facebook page, thank you so much. Or perhaps you're viewing this at a later time on the Jamison website or on YouTube. Uh, welcome. However you choose to participate in the Jamison Files community, we're glad you're here. Today, I want to take some time and address the moment in time we are in right now. What's happening in the dental profession? Well, more and more and more we are hearing from the, from our clients and from practices across the country, the continued struggle <laughs> to hire, to find the right team, to align your team, to get back to continued growth, uh, to get back on track with your ideal vision for your practice. As we continue to, uh, find ourselves faced with unheard of issues, concerns regarding the season of COVID and everything that that's brought to the table. It's important that those of you that are in leadership positions in your practices, whether you are an office manager, a department leader, or perhaps you are a team member that continues to lead strong on behalf of the practice, or you're the doctor or owner yourself, we have to continue to pull from some kind of well within us to continue the good fight and make progress, Uh, which leads us to today's topic, pushing through questions to ask, decisions to make, and actions to take for your practice's progress and your personal sanity. (laughs) I know that the continuous decisions that you have to make the different steps that you've had to take over the months that we have been through can start to wear on you. It can start to make it difficult. And when you add on top of that, a most unusual hiring season, uh, employment season, where uh, you're not the only profession. Dentistry is not alone in the struggle to find employees, to find team members, to grow your practice uh, from an employment standpoint to get the right people on board, um, doing things in the right way, in the right seats, doing all the things that the great book, Good to Great, encourages us to do for our practices and our businesses. Um, That being said, we can't stick our heads in the sand. We must keep pushing forward and pushing through. So let's talk about a few of these areas together today in the hope that Uh, Perhaps this will support some of the efforts that you are continuing to do for your practices and your businesses. Perhaps it will help you see things from a new point of view or perspective. It'll allow us to pivot our own mindsets or to start to put a plan into place of areas we could refine and improve to help us keep our sanity, to help us stay fueled and purposeful in the work that we do, and to help you continue as a stable, growing practice even when there may be a seat in your team that's waiting to be filled. So where are we now? ADA's Health Policy Institute, in their most recent update, through their uh, monitoring of the COVID pandemic and in the, from the lens of dentistry, uh, their most recent uh, update was in August. And they stated in that the results of those that completed the survey um, for August that half of those that completed it were, um, definitely planning or, or currently searching to add team members to their practices or considering it in the near future. So that tells us that there's a great deal of us out there looking to add team or are on the search or preparing to, to be in that search, uh, in the very near future. In addition, our friends at Cedar Solution, just recently in a pres- an online presentation I saw from Paul Edwards of Cedar, stated that it's taking three to four months to hire a new team member. So the ongoing search is still in full force across the country. We talk to clients all the time about hiring and, and what to do in this moment, in the interim time as well, and how do we push through. Um, how do we overcome the stress, the strain, working with limited team um, in a less than ideal fashion of how our practice is set up in the model that you, that you ideally want your practice to run? How do we continue to work on the things that are the priority while dealing with the ongoing urgency that we're faced with day in and day out with various aspects of the practice? An area I want you to focus on while you're searching for team or while you're working to reset or recover or whatever you're faced with, whether that's making decisions for the practice, making decisions for yourself, connection time matters. So it's important for us to prioritize time to connect with our teammates, with our uh, co-leaders, with our partners, whatever the case may be, however you're set up in your practice, If you're not connecting and communicating, there are a lot of things that are probably continuing to stay stuck. There are a lot of areas that everyone continues to feel stressed, and we need to stay united and aligned throughout these processes, whether you're understaffed or whether you're um, in times of tension, whether you are growing and maybe you're still struggling to fulfill all of the demand that you have from, from your patients in your practice. Or perhaps you're suffering from a lot of chaos because we don't have systems in place. Well, those team meetings are going to be important for you to either address where we are now uh, where we're wanting to be, and what we're doing right now or what we can work on together as a team to help us continue to move forward toward the ideal goal. So focus on your vision and your strategy. Communicate with your team. Review job posts together. If you're looking for positions in your practice and, and uh, the wells continuing to come up dry, perhaps we need to relook at how we're posting. What's that job post look like? Where are we posting? Unite as a team, rally as a team, and brainstorm this together so that you can refine it. Go back to the drawing board and keep the search going. Perhaps we can elevate our efforts. Determine a creative approach to how you're going to run the practice in the interim, but most importantly, use those team meeting times to cross-train. It's important that we are uh, intentional about everyone on the team understanding the systems and the processes and the way the practice ideally works. We at Jamison have always believed in all team training for this particular purpose. Um, it's important for our clinical team to know how we schedule and it's important for everyone to be on the same page about how we ideally Uh, lead our patients through their appointments, and so on. Um, If we don't all understand, it makes it even more difficult and stressful when you may be short a team member for a day, for a week, for a month, for four months. So we need to make sure that we're cross-training so that we can be as effective as a team as possible, regardless of who is present. So what kind of meetings are you having? Are you having your daily huddles? Are you having weekly team meetings, monthly team meetings? Are you having team meetings at all? Uh, In my opinion, when you're in times um, that are perhaps outside of your norm or times of heightened stress or times when things are different, it's important to perhaps uh, increase the number of team meetings until things feel like they're smoothing out and then you can perhaps spread them out. So where you may have had team meetings Quarterly or every other month, it may be important that you do them monthly right now or even weekly right now, depending on where you are. If I were to stick a pin of where you are right now in this season, how much connection time, how much time do we need to be working on the business of the practice, not just in it? In my opinion and in my father's, Dr. John Jameson's opinion, the time you spend in meetings can be some of the most valuable time you have as a team growing your business. So if you've let team meetings fall by the wayside, perhaps they're not productive. So these are questions to ask yourself. Are they consistent? Are they productive? Are we having the types of meetings that we need to have and the timing that we need to have them? Are, what is the purpose of our meetings? When no one really understands what the purpose of the meetings are, it's very difficult for them to be as productive and effective as you want them to be. So take a step back and review what kind of meetings you're having. Are they what they need to be? Do they serve the right purpose for you and where you are right now? And how can we adjust? How can we be more intentional? Are you creating agendas? Are you making time for training, for brainstorming, for action planning, to review your goals, to review where we are now. Is the team engaged? I often hear that we have team meetings, but no one's really plugged in and engaged. It's important then to take a step back and say, how can we reset the purpose uh, of this and the process of this meeting to help engage more people? When you're in unusual times, If you feel like you are stuck in a rut, the people that are going to be able to help you the most are the people that are in the trenches with you. Um, Often we get hired because people need that outside perspective to come take a look because we are so deep in the weeds. We can't even see for ourselves what we need to work on. But those team meetings are a good starting point for you to start to identify areas of opportunity. Opportunity. If we can create an engaged team where there's room for people to share, to communicate, to give feedback, to share ideas, and we are taking the time to develop our team members and that we are taking time to communicate about everyone's well-being. Those are actually some of the biggest responses from studies on employee engagement, that that is the environment they're looking for. So your work environment is going to make a difference for you in how you carry through in the unusual times. Those practices that have continued to make communication and connection a priority throughout all of this, these months for two years, for for the history of their practices. Those are the ones that are seeing through most successfully because the team is engaged, the team is aware, there's a great understanding of how the practice can run, and we are more adaptive because we're all on the same page and aligned. We can be more intentional in those meetings and how we communicate with each other, what we're working on. Work on action plans, work on strategy Brainstorm together. Make sure there's alignment. This is the time to make sure we're all on the same page of where we are now and where we're going. And accountability. If you've worked with Jameson or familiar with us in any way, you know we're huge proponents of goal setting and action planning. And when you do that correctly, there is place, there is a place for evaluation, for assignment of responsibilities so that accountability takes place. And when I'm a part of the solution, I have a deeper sense of ownership for that solution. So make sure you're being more intentional in the time you have together to help you get through. Uh, The last thing we want you to feel as leaders in this time is a sense of isolation. So if you engage with your team more frequently and give room for feedback and strategy and brainstorming, you may be surprised at the solutions that come your way. So as you look at your practice right now, if you're understaffed or if you're feeling a great sense of growth, busyness, overwhelm, chaos, this may be a time to start asking, do we hire? Do we outsource? What do we need to do to bring more balance to our days? So it's important to take a look at this um, from realistic eyes. Um, What is the current state of your practice? How many people do you have on team? Do we feel like we are managing our time appropriately? Do we feel like we have great systems in place uh, running well? And even so, we are maxed out. If that's the case, it may be time to start looking for some solutions or another person but it's important to have a a realistic perspective of how we're managing our time and our days. Do we have the right people doing the right things uh, in the appropriate roles, uh, making the most of their time? Um, As we say in our model of success, that we are maximizing a minimal team. Now, what I'm not saying is to fire everybody and go down to bare bones, (laughs) but I am saying, Um, The important thing is to make sure that we're maximizing the people we have before we add one more person to the mix. Um, Sometimes we find that the, the solution that seems the easiest is to just hire somebody because they'll just take on the things that are stressing us out. But there's not real clarity, and that doesn't really solve the issues that got us to this place in the first place. And when you're in a hiring market that we're in right now, where there's such a great demand for employees We need to make sure that we have things cleaned up really nice so that you can run as effectively as possible in the interim or perhaps for the long term. What's your current overhead overall? Are you monitoring your P&Ls and are you monitoring your overhead to make sure that the practice can ultimately afford to hire a new person if that's what you feel like you need? Perhaps you could outsource some of the responsibilities that are starting to create strain. Could we reset the roles of our team, outsource some of those tasks, and would that be a more affordable solution even for the short term? You may find, you know, what's important is that you are continuously monitoring your, the money you're investing and outsourcing and so on to make sure that it's in alignment. If you start outsourcing a lot, of, you know, more than what a salary would be, it may be time to hire. But you could find some great solutions outside of a team so that your team members can work on what only they can do. And you can outsource some of those tasks, um, giving them room to focus on the most productive and the highest use of their time. So what's your current overhead? Uh HPI, the Health Policy Institute with the ADA, in their survey also stated that 20% of those respondents in August said they have raised their fees to offset the cost of practicing, of keeping the business running, and to maintain their financial stability, which is fine because in order to increase profit, we find that you either need to be uh, increasing your production increasing fees, or decreasing costs. A combination of all of those things would be a beautiful thing, right? So making sure that the practice can support what you want to add to the mix is important before that decision is made. So again, if you're hiring, but you can't find anyone, I want to go back to cross-training because I think that's a missing piece We're going to need to be adaptable and we're going to need to be able to float sometimes depending on what the day brings. If someone's sick and you're also understaffed, that creates a great deal of stress. So again, those meetings, daily huddles, regular team meetings to keep everyone aligned and on the same page in a united front and also making sure that we all can share in the work um, in the unusual times, as I've said. So remember that we need to be managing time and maximizing the team that we have. Now, something else that I find I'm hearing on the regular is people on the cusp of burnout. Adam Grant, who is an author and a thought leader, wrote a great article, um, I believe earlier this year, and he used the term, we're languishing as a society. We're languishing, meaning we're kind of, we're not quite burnout, out, but we're just going through the motions. We may feel a little meh, if you know what I mean. And so how do we overcome that sense of burnout or languishing that we as leaders may be feeling? Because here's the important thing to remember. As leaders, we feel this need to continue to motivate and keep our team motivated. But it's very difficult to do that when we ourselves can't keep ourselves motivated, right? And so we need to refocus on our purpose, living that purposeful approach to our days. We need to work on the vision. You can be working on the future of your practice, even in the midst of the urgency you may feel right now. In fact, keeping an eye on where we're wanting to go, an eye on the prize can often keep you motivated to work through the glitches, the issues, the needs the practice has right now, but also make room for the priority where we're wanting to go. And remember, when you communicate with your team about this vision and you brainstorm together and making sure that they're on board for that vision too, that can feed that well that may feel very dry right now. And so remember, focus on your future while also working on the present. That's going to keep you motivated while also working in your reality. So be strong and clear in your vision. We have uh, my husband, Jess, and I, who own the company together, have doctors and team members come to us to work on vision planning, even now. A lot of times through seasons like this, uh, practice owners, practice leaders realize think there's a better way, but I need someone to help me hash this out a little bit. And that's what we do in our vision sessions. You can do this for yourself. You have to take a look at what strategic planning 101 is. Take a step back, go somewhere where you can think and be away from the distractions and give yourself permission to think futuristically. And determine, where do I want to be when I'm through all of this? Ideally, how's my team set up? And uh, what, what do I really want out of this career and out of this practice? You have permission as the practice owners, practice leaders, to create whatever right looks like for you. It's important that we take the time and give ourselves permission. Remember, your systems matter. Your vision matters. Your practice culture matters. So taking that connection time, getting clarity and making room for what is right for you is all going to make a difference. There's a great book called Excellence Wins by Horst Schultze. I speak about it a lot because I'm very passionate about leadership. I'm very passionate about customer service and delivering something that's above and beyond. And in this book, Mr. Schultze talks about in an excerpt about leadership, he says this, it starts at the top with understanding the vision. What is the vision of this organization or of your practice? And what does it expect of me? Next comes making a conscious decision to achieve that vision But you don't keep this a secret inside yourself. You clearly communicate that to everyone on your team. Then it's time to work executing the plan, figuring out the actionable steps that align with the vision and not allowing yourself to get sidetracked by other distractions. And then he finally says this. The fourth part is maintaining focus at all times, no excuses or rationalizations. You are about to enter, uh, when I'm recording this session, it is September 2021, so we are about to enter into the fourth quarter of 2021. Whatever comes at us, we still at our core are our practice leaders and business owners, and we have to take responsibility for our future. Wherever you are, whether you're trying to hire someone, you're understaffed, or perhaps you're afraid to let someone go because of the hiring environment we're in, if you find yourself in a situation that is less than ideal for you and your practice purpose and where you're going as a business, it's time to make decisions. It's time to step into your ownership, and it's time to refuel yourself and get focused on the future and bring your team on board with you. If there are people on your team that do not want to be a part of that journey, whatever your clear vision is, then we need to make room and start looking for people in a different way so that we can find the right people that are aligned to your practice values, your practice purpose, and ultimately your practice vision. We can do this you can do this. If you ever need help from Jamison, you're welcome to email us at info at jmsn.com. If you want some opportunities to cross-train your team, I invite you to visit our online learning platform, grow.com jmsn.com and join. And you can go together, go through together as a team, some of the foundational systems that we at Jamison teach and practices and have taught in practices for well over three decades. So best of luck to all of you. Here's to stepping into quarter four with a purpose and with a plan and refueling our team members, but most importantly, refueling ourselves as leaders so that we can continue to push through to what right looks like for you. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Jamison Files. Visit us online at jmsn.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Spotify. Do you have questions or topics you'd like for us to answer or cover on the next podcast? Email us at podcast at jmsn.com.